Today, we welcome 40Net to TechBytes to discuss the universal nature of the 40Gate hardware and software. Now, in the 40Net product range, the 40Gate appliance is actually quite the same hardware platform right the way across from small to large, and it runs the same 40OS operating system. That is, whether it's a firewall or a router or an SD-WAN appliance or a campus network controller, it's all the same hardware with the same software on it. And... Aside from performance and capacity considerations, each 40Net appliance can be a next-generation firewall, a router, an SD-WAN appliance, a wireless controller, and zero-trust networking as well. Now, that's the topic for today. In my mind, is one hardware platform or one hardware family enough? Joining me today is Peter Newton, Senior Director of Products. Let's get straight into the discussion, Peter. Why is the hardware appliance more than just a firewall? It really comes down to our founder's philosophy. And when they started this company, they saw the need to do more than just a firewall if we're going to really converge networking and security. And that was really their vision. And so they've been looking to add more functionality to this device that, you know, initially it's a firewall, then it became a next-gen firewall. Then we've added in all kinds of other functionality, SD-WAN, ZTNA, wireless controller, Mm. switch controller, all these things that are on the same platform. Uh, So, while a lot of people, when they think Fortinet, they think, oh, yeah, the firewall guys, we're actually far more than a firewall. Right. Now, this includes networking. You speak all of the routing protocols that people think of. You connect you know, out to the networks using Ethernet, just like a router. So you would say the 40 gate appliances and the, and the 40OS operating system is a networking device, just like any other. Absolutely. I mean, we have companies that are using this device uh, for their network. It's Mm -hmm. the router, so it has all those routing protocols, but it's also managing their switching infrastructure and their wireless infrastructure. So Mm -hmm. it's a full-on networking solution, as well as managing not just the LAN, but the WAN. So managing the uh, the WAN connections through the SD-WAN capabilities, uh, it's full-on networking. But at the same time, it has the full-on security. We're doing the uh, IPS, we're doing threat scanning, we're doing uh, DLP, inline CASB, just released inline sandboxing, we do SSL inspection. So these is, there's a lot of security in these boxes married with a lot of networking. I would always argue that firewalling is, a firewall was always defined by myself as a router that doesn't forward packets, right? <laughs> <laughs> like a router is a firewall that does forward packets and a firewall is a router that sort of has a default doesn't. And so in that sense, I've always seen firewalls as just a part of the network. I think most people, once they get to a certain stage in their career, come to that sort of idea. But you're taking this a step further because what's what's actually inside the hardware that makes it possible to have the same hardware across the platform? Because you have this custom ASIC, right? Actually, that's a a good question. A lot of people raise an eyebrow and say, how do you do all these things in a single appliance? Uh, And it really comes back to the fact that Fortinet is the only one out there that rolls our own ASIC. Uh, So we do a custom ASIC. We've been doing this for more than 20 years now. We're on our ninth generation. We have three different chip lines at this point. We have a ninth generation in one of them. And that really gives us the additional horsepower, our ability to offload into silicon, what others are doing in software gives us a lot more of horsepower to play with. So we can marry the the ASIC and our operating system to enable this security and networking all in one platform and to have all this additional functionality turned on and still be delivering 
top quality, best in class performance. So what you're saying there is that a lot of firewalls are uh, an Intel x86 or a MIPS CPU or, you know, whatever it might be. And you can go and mm-hmm. buy, a, you know, an Intel NUC type, you know, some sort of computer that's sub $1,000 and you can slap some code on top of there, run a bit of Linux and you can call it a firewall. But it's not a networking. It's, I mean, it'll do things, but it's not really a networking appliance, and its performance is strictly limited by CPU to memory bandwidth and CPU to NIC bandwidth and things like that. Well, you know, it can still do those functionality, but it's not going to do it very well. And that's where people say, "Well, you can't run all these things at the same time because the hardware just won't support it." With our custom ASIC, we can, mm. and that's that's the big difference. And you know, we when we launch a new product. Uh, we will go out and survey the market and see, okay, what's what kind of throughput and power do we have compared to the the competition? We call that our security compute rating, and this we have this on our website. And we're typically in the ten times or fifteen times what the competition is able to do mm. with the off the shelf uh, silicon. So. You know, people look and say, there's no way that you can have both uh, a firewall and an SD-WAN and a ZTA and a, uh, and a wireless control in the same box running at the same time and doing SSL inspection. And the answer is, yes, we can. And, you know, we'll, we're happy to do demos and performance testing with, with our customers to show them that, yes, this box can do it all yeah. because we have that ASIC capability. Yeah, my understanding is that the ASIC does the network intensive stuff. So you might not run the wireless controller or the campus controller in the ASIC, but you would certainly be doing uh, firewall, next generation application detection, DLP, uh, SD-WAN steering, that sort of stuff. That's all done in the ASIC. Well, there's a variety of features that are done in mm-hmm. hardware. A lot of the uh, more processor intensive uh, stuff, like the encryption, like the tunnel uh, processing. So in the Wi-Fi, you know, the CapWAP tunnels, mm-hmm. we'll be able, we're able to accelerate that element in the hardware uh, in the same way that we can accelerate the SSL decryption, which is also a uh, relatively a tunnel, intensive. A tunnel is a tunnel is a tunnel. CapWAP, SD-WAN, SSL. Yeah, so running tunnels, that right? encryption yeah. on a standard CPU is going to chew up a lot of bandwidth. Mm-hmm. And you see that in competitor products where when you turn on the SSL decryption, suddenly the performance and throughput drops dramatically. Right. We see a minor drop. And so we're actually the only vendor out there that actually publishes our SSL decryption numbers because we are able to maintain such high performance, even with that security turned on. So we analyze it and look at what are the computational intensive things that we can do in hardware. And we do that and offload that into hardware. When you say you're better, how much better? Well, what we'll do is we'll take a look at a given price point for a product in the market. Mm -hmm. uh, And then we will look at what our performance and throughput is versus their performance and throughput. And we're seeing uh, that we are 10 times or 15 times better than the competition for a, a given price point. Right. So now just for the people who are listening, if you want to see the research on this, Fortinet does publish a bunch of papers on this and there's things like the FortiGate 600F, which delivers 18 times the SSL inspections performance versus competitors in a comparable price packet. Now, if you want to see for your own choice, do a search on Fortinet's website or get in contact with your reseller and you'll be able to find that information. It is actually something that Fortinet has done for a very long time, just in case you didn't know, SSL inspection and um, that deep not only next generation firewalling, that has always been a part of the product family. Like, I think I've been working on Fortinet on and off for about 20 years. And that has something that's always been done. Is it that the ASIC gave you the edge? Mm-hmm. Um, and that's really enabled us to, to be the most popular firewall on the planet. 
Mm-hmm. And right now, three, almost four of every 10 firewalls shipped is a Fortinet. And mm-hmm. we really believe it's because we deliver all of this capability and deliver it at such a you know competitive advantage to the others out there. We, If you look at the next four competitors, Combined, they don't match what we ship out uh, in terms of those uh, those appliances. Yeah. So I guess the interesting question to ask is why is Fortinet doing this and not others? If this is such a competitive advantage, why is it that we don't see other companies taking down the same strategy, building an ASIC, doing custom forwarding like this? Uh, well, I got to think it comes down to our founders' philosophy. Uh, when they initially started the company, it's two brothers, uh, the, the She brothers, uh, they said, hey, we need to marry networking and security. And in order to do that, they said, we're going to have to have a custom chip to do that. Mm-hmm. And so they've been investing in this ASIC concepts from day one. Mm-hmm. Now, the, the thing is, ASICs are expensive. It takes a large team of engineers. Mm-hmm. It takes years before you get your ASIC, you know, actually functional. Uh, so it's a definite commit to go this path. Mm-hmm. Um, but you know, others said, hey, we can get to market faster if we use off the shelf. Uh, we'll just buy a bigger CPU uh, and we'll run it that way. It's, you know, everything's software, right? Mm-hmm. Well, our founders, they're engineers by training. They said, the only way you can do this and do this with all these features uh, is doing your own chip. Right. Now, the other flip side of that philosophy is they are extremely aggressive when it comes to adding more functionality functionality, adding more value to this platform because they want Fortinet to be disruptive. Even though we're now Mm. one of the biggest security companies in the world, they're still looking to be a disruptive force. And that's why we've seen such strong growth in our security Mm. business, how we're able to grow. You know, we're one of the fastest growing security companies, even though we're one of the largest security companies. (laughs) I see. Well, coming back to our topic today, I see you're you're much more of a networking company, right? SD-WAN is one of your biggest revenue sources. Customers Mm -hmm. are really leaping onto that. And in part because um, 40OS is not licensed. It's just one license and you get all the things we talked about. Yeah, that's exactly where I was going to say that Fortinet, we can sell our appliances purely as an next-gen firewall, just doing the security stuff. Mm. You can also sell it just as an SD-WAN box, just doing the SD-WAN stuff. Mm. We just have the same price, you know, for one price, you get both. So mm. you get twice the product for one. And then we add on additional free features like a wireless controller, a switch controller, the ZTNA. You know, we're mm. one of the only, we are actually, I say the only company that's doing ZTNA hosted in a firewall. And we do that because it enables universal ZTNA policies because you can put our firewall on premise. You can put our firewall in the cloud. You can purchase it as a service with our SASE. And now that enables that application access policies mm-hmm. for wherever anyone is. If they're working remotely, they can run through the cloud. Yeah. If they're working on a dense campus, they can have those access policies with the on-premise firewall as they're accessing on-premise uh, applications. You know, we get ZTNA everywhere and there's no extra cost for it. It's just mm. part of what's bundled into the service. And that's really the founder's philosophy of adding more functionality, adding more The thing that I really like is that you've got the same 40 OS on every one of these hardware platforms. So regardless of whether I'm working on the branch or whether I'm working at the core of my data center or on a virtual instance on a cloud, it's all 40 OS, same CLI, same same web interface, same GUI, same operational controls. We'll talk more about 40 Cloud and 40 Manager in a bit. But that to me is really appealing. I don't have to deal with one division of 40 Net for my campus, which is the switch controllers, the stacking capability in branch networks. I don't need to deal with another division that's got a different operating system on their wireless. It's all 40 OS. 
Yeah, it's not only all 4DS down from that, you know, branch device all the way into your your core uh, router that can do, you know, up to a terabyte throughput, but also, because we have the same box that's doing these other functions, as you move from doing your firewalling to doing your SD-WAN to doing your, hmm. your WAN management, and then being able to understand what's happening there, seeing the reporting, being able to correlate events between your switching or wireless and your, and your network, it's a single interface. And so hmm. you have actually consolidated reporting. It's easier, easier to pass audits. So there's all kinds of benefits Not from it. having this networking and security converge. And yeah. from a management standpoint, you can manage it from the cloud with our uh, Forti Cloud management, or you can manage it with our on-premise manager with Forti Manager. So we have all kinds of visibility and management tools. And because we're converging so many functionalities to a single platform, it actually speeds up any analysis and understanding of what's going on, as well as making it easier to pass audits. The last thing I wanted to talk about was zero touch network access. Hot topic for the moment. Now you've got zero touch or ZTNA. How does what's unique about the Fortinet capability? So our ZTNA, it is a what we call universal ZTNA. Uh, as mentioned, it's another free feature that's available. Uh, if you have our our firewall, it does require that you have our endpoint because it is an agent-based uh, ZTNA uh, solution. But if you have those two elements, and you know our agent, it's not just you buy a ZTNA agent. Hmm. This is our VPN solution. It's our security fabric agent, so it's providing telemetry and device information. It's you know doing inventory on what are the applications on the device. It can control you know USB as you plug into that uh, laptop. Uh, so it does. It has a whole functionality. It's is a product that's been on the market's been our VPN solution for years. And now we've just added on that ZTNA functionality. So we have customers that, you know, have been using, especially with the, the pandemic, they've had the FortiGates uh, and are using FortiClient for the VPN solution. Mm-hmm. They're now saying, well, hey, I can shift from VPN to ZTNA without paying anything. It's, and it's a simple migration. I can start shifting applications as to right. which ones are controlled with ZTNA Versus which ones I'm going to have. And it doesn't matter whether they're on campus or whether they're at home or whether they're behind a 40 gate firewall with ZTNA enabled. Exactly. Yeah, because that ZTNA is everywhere on on every single FortiGate that might be in the ecosystem, including in public clouds, private clouds, or even a SASE service, they can have the same application access policy no matter where they're working. Peter, I want to come back to this topic of SD-WAN because sometimes the zero trust network thing and the SD-WAN thing are not the same and they also not necessarily interoperable. Does that, is that how 40 networks? Actually, I think in all instances, the ZTNA and the SD-WAN are separate except for Fortinet. I think we're the only ones that are providing that in a single appliance. And it makes a whole lot of sense if you think about it, because ZTNA is all about controlling access to applications, you know, mm-hmm. from the individual user standpoint. And then SD-WAN is all about maintaining those WAN links and having that application visibility to not mm. only uh, lower those WAN link costs, but also to improve the user experience when it comes to accessing those applications with forward error correction. This is all in one box, right? It's the same yeah. 40 gate hardware that you do for 40, you know, for the firewalling can now be SD-WAN integrated with zero trust. And we haven't talked a lot about the wireless controller and the switch controller. We talked about that in a previous show. And that's where the 40 gate appliance can be the wireless controller for a branch network. And it can also act as a switch stacking agent via a thing called SwitchLink, right? So your branch mm-hmm. network suddenly becomes some 40 gate switches, which you put out there, plug them in, and then they become stacked. And then the whole thing become, and your Wi-Fi for the branch, and everything becomes administered from a single box. It's not, you know, 10 boxes at the branch all individually managed. It's a single piece of management. And that's a 40 OS. And you have SD-WAN to that branch as well. Right. 
And that's that's the point of what we're trying to get through here is that it's actually networking. The security is there. We've talked about, you know, a lot of people will buy it for the security features, but the networking is the SD-WAN, the campus switching, the campus Wi-Fi, the branch Wi-Fi, the, as well as IDS, IPS, DLP, CASB, blah, 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 zero trust, zero touch network access, all that sort of stuff. Yeah, actually, I would modify that slightly to say mm. it's the convergence of networking and security because both are in the box and both are there. And that's really, I think, one of the fundamental concepts behind Fortinet's founding and where mm-hmm. we've been going is the need to converge those two and not keep them separate, but to really bring them together for a better user experience. Well, I've often been heard to say on this show over the years that a firewall is just a router that doesn't work. And I think <laughs> this is probably heading in that direction where in this case, the firewall is now a router. And I would th- wonder how many of you agree with that. Well, thanks very much to Fortinet for sponsoring today's show. Thanks very much for coming on, Peter. If you want to find out more information, head on over to Fortinet um, and do some searches up on the topics that you want or head on over to packetpushes.net and search for Fortinet. We've got a bunch of shows where we've talked about different features. A lot of the features that we've brushed over today are actually on other shows where you can actually dive in and listen to them. Or of course, you can talk to your reseller rep and do have a look at the performance claims here. There is some rather striking information all over Fortinet's website where they actually compare their performance against others. You can take the evidence or not, or do your own testing and prove it one way or the other. As always, thank you very much for listening to this, and thanks for Fortinet for being a sponsor. It makes it possible for us to bring these fine and free technical podcasts to you. We have a community blog over on packetpushes.net, and there's show notes to go with this if you want to see some links and some more information. Go there. That'll link to the show. Follow us on Twitter as at PacketPushes. Find us on LinkedIn and like us on Facebook and rate us on Apple Podcasts. And as always, remember that too much networking would never be enough.